Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. You know, I have to say, I feel like I haven't been doing many shows and Oh, yeah, I haven't been doing many shows. I'm not exactly sure which retrograde is impacting the house renovations that have been going on for now into its fourth week. But, you know, other than the fact that they left early without completing, you know, some little things that I would think would be, you know, just so that they can come back tomorrow and wake me up again. You get it? Okay, so I'm not exactly sure which planet in retrograde (laughs) is causing all of these problems. However... (laughs) I think it's all of them. (laughs) Yeah. So we're moving into the month of May. But before we talk about that, since we're already in the month of May, before we, we, let's, let's talk about the fact that we have Nancy Ruta here today from Universal Sky. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And we are going to talk about astrology. What's up in the Universal Sky for May and June? And well, you know, just well, just just starting the month. I mean, at least one of them's going to stop soon. But starting the month, you know, five planets in retrograde. So it's been. I mean, as you said, we had some cosmic shift that occurred. I'd like to talk about that a little bit too. But we had some cosmic shift that happened in April, yes. and now we are. You know, we just it's it's just an interesting energy because it's so. I mean, I don't know the last time we had five planets in retrograde, and I think. It's more intense because two of them are inner planets, which is Mercury and Mars. But because the last time we had the big, was it two years ago? Two years ago when we had both Jupiter, we had, first we had Venus, then we had Mercury, then we had Mars, but they were all separate. They weren't together. So now we have like five all together and two of them are Mercury and Mars. Yes. Which are inner planets. Um, And I think the shift that transpired, I think it has to do with when Mars went retrograde. Oh, yeah. And when Pluto went retrograde the next Uh. day. So Mars and Pluto are friends, Mm. right? Mars being the god of war Mm -hmm. and Pluto, the god of the underworld. They like to hang out together. (laughs) Um, They're both destroyers. So they like to destroy things. Mars is not just about anger and destroying. No, it's motivation and drive exactly. as well, right? <laughs> so, and 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 I'm just saying that the two of them are friends yep, and getcha. they're, you know, Mars destroys quick and aggressively so that we can create. So it's going to move anything out of the way that's stopping us. And Pluto does it on an evolutionary level. So it's slow and transformational. Right. Okay. And that's the difference between the two of them. However, these two friends went back to back retrograde, um, Mars first and then Pluto. And I think what happened because we've been going through so much intense energy in this whole year, like I want to say March was really, really heavy, but just the intensity kept going forward with everybody. Right. So even when we hit the beginning of April, we were still feeling that leftover intensity from March. And so with Mars and Pluto going retrograde together, it was kind of like something shifted on an internal level that just kind of like cut away from all that intensity that everybody was feeling. Right. So you may have had an anger outlash, but it didn't necessarily have to transpire that way. For me, it was just a release. Right. There was just this point of letting go um, that allowed me to say, okay, 
I need to just be where I'm at and let go of what's not serving me and just keep focusing on, you know, doing whatever it is you need to clear so that you can move forward. Right. So it's a clearing energy. I saw it as a complete clearing energy. And a lot of people are experiencing colds and flus and which are all connected to clearing on a physical level, right? right? So depending on where that cold or flu has hit you, you know, and this has been since the middle of, um, I believe it was the 17th, 16th, 17th, when the planets went retrograde. Um, and so a lot of people have been experiencing colds and flus. Each one is an aspect of letting go. But because you didn't let go on an emotional, mental level, it actually vibrated into the physical mm-hmm. cells of our body. Um, so depending on where it hit you in your body is telling you what you need to let go of. So if it's, um, you know, your lower body um, in the bowels, for example, it's just let go of pure emotion that you're holding on to that's not serving you. Um, if it's stomach area connected to the solar plexus, uh, stop trying to will everything into being like just kind of put the brakes on forcing things, right? And and let go in that way. If it's the lungs or chest area, it's what's stopping you from really bringing in that life force energy, right? Uh, that's what you need to clear. What do you need to speak if it's attacking your throat? Um, and if it's a third eye or head cold, it's how do you need to open your mind? Right. Right. What's what vision are you holding on to that's limiting your ability to move forward? Right. right. So whether it manifested for you physically or not, okay, it doesn't matter. Everybody went through a process of letting go since then. Um, and I feel it's it's good. So we're sitting here now in this Mercury retrograde. Mercury went retrograde on the 28th of April. And um, it really hasn't impacted me that much. It's really around thought process and changing your thought process. Yeah, I've had a few computer issues in terms of it being really, really slow. But a lot of that has to do with all the updates that are coming yeah, in, yeah. Um, which we're not in control of, right? So it's just kind of like you boot up your system, walk away. Mm. And there's been times I've had to walk away for 45 minutes in mm. order to get my system back. <laughs> I had I had one of those, and I can't remember whether it was in March or April. I think it was in April. But yeah, like I was screaming at Dell, but yeah. you know, it didn't really help. <laughs> Actually, I, I wasn't screaming, but it was like, uh, something is very, very wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and then they did some stuff and I don't know why it helped, but it cleared it up. But I think for me, what I started realizing digestively, cause I think, I think a lot more of us are toxic than we realize. So I'm oh, starting yes. to, you know, really get serious about the toxins, like really get serious about what I want to put in my body. I think that has to do with Jupiter retrograde. Ah, So Jupiter being in the sign of Virgo, which rules our health component, right? As it's being retrograde, we're, we're acknowledging what's working for us, what isn't. When Mars went retrograde, if you're putting a lot of toxins into your system, you're going to inflame with Mars retrograde. And I know myself personally, my inner inflammation markers have been high since Mars went retrograde. Right. But I think that might be why, like when I had started getting the foot, Yes. The, uh, you know, like plantar fasciitis or whatever that's called. Yes. You know, I think it's just me kind of being told, look, these are the things that aren't working right now. Yes. So do something about it because it all happened around that time. So. Okay. Yeah. Which would be an inflammation component, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I think it's Jupiter that's triggering the health component, right? Yeah, Being okay. in the sign of Virgo, Jupiter will be stationing direct on May 9th. So it's already starting to slow down. And maybe that's why. So we're already being shown slightly 
what we need to change in our routines in regards to our health and our wellness. It's not just connected to health, though. It's also connected to service. Right. Okay. So it'll be around the path of service that you're walking, which would be the foot. Yeah, okay. Point. Yes, I see. <laughs> Symbolic. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so the path of service that we're on, right? Because right. Virgos also are Dharma, which is our gift to the world, which is how we serve the world, right? right. Um I said Virgo, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so yeah, with this particular Jupiter stationing direct, I'm seeing there's this ability to move through transformational cycles mm. to, to focus more on a clearer path of health, right? Mm. As well as, um, you know, looking towards that growth and abundance energy. Now, we were just discussing before we came on the air what else is happening to Jupiter towards the end of the month. And I believe the date is May 26th, where Jupiter will square Saturn. So Jupiter will be direct moving forward. Saturn is still uh, retrograde um, and moving backwards. So and they're squaring each other, which means they'll be 90 degrees apart, uh, creating a little bit of conflict. Now, these two planets our neighbors in the universe. However, they don't necessarily get along because they're opposite energies. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Jupiter is growth and expansion and Saturn is limitation and restriction. Right. So here we have one neighbor moving forward, the other one moving backwards, right? They don't get along. So they're the, not the friendly neighbors. <laughs> um, and they're going to create a little bit of tension. Uh, so there may be some financial difficulties, which if you're noticing any tightness in your finances, it just means pull back on the luxury spending. Okay. Um, but there's a benefit to this energy as well, as it allows you to strengthen beliefs, right? And perfect certain skills within yourself as well, based on whatever it is that you're doing, or how it's impacting you personally. Okay. So it's, it's allowing you to, to finely tune um, anything that you need to perfect within the self, right? Again, we need to go through the limitation in order to understand or sustain the growth that Jupiter is going to be bringing us. Right. right. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, th that's what they're all here to do. It's, it's always a teaching Absolutely. opportunity, right? It's yep. always a growth opportunity. I mean, everything that happens is a growth opportunity. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, Even with all these planets in retrograde, it is helping us, you know, get clearer really yeah. because it's forcing us to see all the things that aren't really working properly. Absolutely. But like I said, like for me personally, I'm finding this Mercury retrograde to be easier than most. So far, not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stamp my Use foot on foot, the floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for wood and yeah. I can't see any. <laughs> not the marble table, but not the, the marble floor. table. Yeah. We'll use the wooden floor. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting time. Like, and, and I'm, I'm in this space. There was a part of me that's like, oh no, Mercury's going retrograde. What else is going to go wrong? Everybody said that. Yeah, but it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, but everybody was like terrified of this yeah. particular Mercury retrograde. I mean, I can't, I don't remember ever seeing so much in the news about this Mercury retrograde. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, seriously. <laughs> it was weird. Yep. Um, so the one way that I see this Mercury retrograde is it's giving us the ability to hone and refine our craft, our service. So what our service is to the world and what we like to create. 
Is it in Virgo? Is that what you're saying? No, it's in Taurus, oh, okay. which is an earth sign. sign. Okay. Taurus are known for their artisan or their creative abilities. Like they, there's some really. They're passionate usually. Well, they're, they're. And stubborn. Yes. <laughs> but also very creative. So they do have a creative edge. They have a very deep sensitivity. Right. That um, they don't let a lot of people see. Right. So they are very, very sensual. Um and they don't necessarily let a lot of people see that, but they're, they're, I'm trying to think, what do you call it? Their esoteric ruler is the moon, right? Oh. So oh. their, their average, the everyday ruler is Venus, which is love and beauty, but their esoteric ruler is the moon. So there's that underlying sensitivity and that emotional nature that, um, that they have, right? So they don't necessarily show it because it's something that they may hide or hold within themselves. And a lot of times they may project their stubbornness. Um, but it is because they're passionate about whatever it is that they're creating or cool. valuing or holding on to, right? Um, so this particular one is allowing you to look at your skill set, whatever that is. Okay. And it's more the creative aspect of your being um, and refine it so that it's working better for you in the practical reality versus, you know, that starving artist quality, right, of creating things and, and not having it work for you. Cool. So um, that's kind of what we're revising with this particular Mercury retrograde, right? Mm -hmm. How can you hone your skills or, you know, recreate whatever it is you do create so that it's working more to your benefit versus your detriment. Hmm. Mercury will station direct on May 22nd. So we have a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but again, I'm holding on to positive vibes with this Mercury retrograde, right? Mm -hmm. The same okay. with the Mars retrograde. Um, keep your anger in check. Keep right. your frustrations in track. When something gets triggered, ask yourself, where is this coming from? And when you ask yourself where it's coming from, look inwards, don't blame it on somebody else, right? Yes. Look inwards. To, it's very easy to say, well, so-and-so is making me angry, right? Um, as opposed to owning your own anger, okay? Uh, typically, when we get anger, angry, it's because of our own behaviors, not because of somebody else's behaviors. Somebody else's behaviors may be triggering. Yes, our own behavior, issue. but our it's issue. our issue, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, it's never the other person's issue. Um, or their mood always be a victim and we're not right. victims. So. Right. No, I prefer <laughs> not to be a victim. Um, I like just moving forward and clearing yeah. whatever. Well, it's always more it's, empowering. I mean, if, absolutely. if we really truly believe that it was somebody else, then, you know, why would you be getting angry necessarily? And you know, well, how, how does that benefit you in any possible way by looking outside? No, it doesn't. Exactly. It holds you in that place of um, not being able to move forward. Yeah. Can't forgive. Can't yeah. let go. Nope. And then that creates illness. Right. And toxicity builds up in the bodies. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and think about like even how your behavior around. So you may eat clean, for example, and you may be a person that's very clear. But if you have issues that you're holding on to in a victim consciousness, the moment you go into that state of victim consciousness and you're focusing on that issue, that'll be the moment you reach for toxic food. Right. 
Okay. Without even realizing it. Even if you And all food's consciously- toxic if you're angry or stressed <laughs> or anything. But yeah. Because you're pouring that emotion yeah. into that food, right? The mm-hmm. moment you hold that food or prepare that food, you're pouring that emotion into it. So it's going to trigger any of the chemicals or that shouldn't be in the food that's in there. Um, and uh, your body's going to respond to that. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I just watching, but I don't have to. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I thought maybe everything would just shut down. Nope. <laughs> you never know with Mercury retrograde. <laughs> okay. Good point. Um, and then once it goes direct on May 22nd, that's where we have that, um, we then have that Jupiter square Saturn aspect that I was talking about earlier on May 26th. And then there's nothing happening in the outer planets or in the retrogrades until June 13th. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Cause Neptune's stationing <laughs> retrograde. So we'll have oh three planets retrograde because Mercury would have moved direct. Right. Jupiter would have moved direct. But that's it. Mars yeah, is so still retrograde. Mars is still retrograde. Pluto. Pluto's still retrograde and Saturn is still retrograde. Right. And then we're going to have Neptune, Neptune retrograde. Oh. And I'm not worried about Neptune retrograde. Well, okay. Because okay? yeah, so they when, happen, all of those happen every year. Yeah. Once a year. Right. And for a long period of time. Right. So we don't, you know, we feel the retrograde energy as we approach it. So about a week before, sometimes if you're ultra sensitive and if Neptune has a strong influence in your own chart, you may right. feel it even a little right. bit earlier, Good right? Point. Maybe two yeah. weeks yeah. Um, to two weeks after it shifts direction. Okay. Once it's on its regular rate of speed again, whether it's going forward or backwards, it doesn't matter. Um, we don't really feel the, the retrograde energy of an outer planet, right? We only feel it when it's transitioning. And with Neptune, what it can do is stimulate a little bit of confusion. Right. During that well, time that's period. That's the thing, right? It's right? like your dreams are wonky and. Yeah. You'll have crazy weird dreams at nighttime. Um, there may be a desire to drink a little bit more than normal on a social level. <laughs> Okay. Or partake in other extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Addictions. Um, Yes. (laughs) But, you know, addictions are not just alcohol and drugs. Addictions are shopping. No, addictions are shopping. Lots of people shopping. And and to to, escape. To escape. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So, yes, it will be stationing retrograde on June 13th at 12 degrees of Pisces. So, totally activating the dream time. Oh, yeah. The creative component. Uh, a lot of people will feel um, a little bit of restriction around this particular one because just a few days later on June 17th, we have Saturn square Neptune um, and Saturn and Neptune are not friends. Well, is Saturn really friends with anybody? I mean, is there anybody he's friends with? Really? <laughs> anybody? Mm, no. <laughs> I know that you had to really think about that. I had that. to think about Were that. I'm going of, like, going? I'm going, Mercury, Venus, Mars, I thought maybe Jupiter, you were go into Uranus. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, he's not. I thought maybe you were going to go to the asteroids and you're thinking, okay, is there anything? No. No, I know. <laughs> not even asteroids. I know. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, who? Uh, um... And poor Saturn, because it's really not that bad. 
He's well, just very authoritative, Saturn, right? Yeah. If we didn't have Saturn in our lives, it would be, you know, it would be, we wouldn't have any discipline. We wouldn't we have, wouldn't have bones. We, we wouldn't have structure. Okay. We wouldn't have skin. Because Saturn okay, rules well. all of this stuff, right? <laughs> we still Muscles. Might have those, We'd be but... like a big puddle of goo <laughs> without Saturn. <laughs> well, metaphorically, I'm not sure physically, but okay. Yeah, metaphorically. <laughs> Because Saturn gives us structure and Mm -hmm. that's its Mm -hmm. purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So it rules the structure of the body or the structural systems in the body, like the skeletal structure. Um, It rules structure in our lives. Okay. Um, Which are necessary. I mean, represents our authoritative parent growing up. Yeah. Right. Which imposes structure or supposed to impose structure upon us. Right. Um, But yeah, absolutely. We all need boundaries. Right. Without boundaries, we'd all be a big puddle of goo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling (laughs) you. (laughs) <laughs> okay well you heard it here <laughs> we would be a big pile of goo <laughs> we'd also have no things nothing called time because saturn rules time as well oh that we could get rid of but <laughs> <laughs> okay i, I mean, came for that one <laughs> you know, i don't work and i don't work a nine to five so i know i'm a i'm a wake up at 10 in the morning go to bed at two kind of person and let me tell you you can't do a lot after nine o'clock at night because everything's closed <laughs> Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that's when my brain kicks in, right? Um, so we have Natterns, Natern. <laughs> that's how we're short form Saturn square Neptune. It's Natern. It's a good one. Like <laughs> Thank <it>. you. <laughs> um, and this is the second hit because the first hit was on November 26th. So if you remember okay. what was going on at the end of November. <sighs> Big sigh. <laughs> really? That bad, huh? Um, on June 17th, we have Saturn square Neptune, and it is a time of confusion, lethargy, and possible depression. Okay. Emotions are at a lower, at the lower end of the scale. Okay. Again, don't go to worst case scenario, right? right? right. Um, it's just, it's also like an energy like writer's block. So it's hard to tap into that creative edge and create because we have neptune which is the ultimate creator of illusions right um squaring saturn which is limitation and restriction so um yeah best thing to do is contemplate life in a gentle reflective light and uh, don't force anything right by the end of it there's a renewed sense of where you're heading okay so you will have clarity once this aspect and how kind long of does moves it take away. The aspect. I mean, Neptune's a slow-moving planet, yeah. So it. Yeah, and and Saturn is considered kind of medium-ish, right? Because right? it's not a personal planet. Right. It's not a transpersonal planet. It's kind of like the bridge that gaps. Oh, interesting. So I see Jupiter, like they say, Jupiter and Saturn can be personal planets, but they can also be yeah. gen- generational on or right. annual planets, right? right? For and affecting you on. Uh, on more of what your lessons are in life versus your personality. Right. Um, so yeah, they're, they're bridging. I see them as bridging the gap between the personal and the transpersonal. Right. Um, so yeah. Okay. So how long do you think? Um, a couple days or I would say about four days, either side, four to five days. Uh, some people give it a bigger orb, right? Uh, they'll say that the orb will affect it up to, uh, six degrees before and after um but with transits i like to go to the one or two degree 
All right. Well, you are listening to News for the Heart. I have Nancy Rudy here from Universal Sky. If you want to find out more information from Nancy, can you go to her website? You can go to my website. You can find my email address there, nancy at universalsky.com. I see. Um, but it's not updated yet. Okay. Well, it'll get there. Maybe Neptune Square Saturn will help me with that. There you go. There you go. All right. You are listening to News of the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. We are talking about May and June. What's up in the Universal Sky? And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, one 855 444 soul that's 1-855-444-7685 and i'd be honored to connect with you let's get to the heart of what matters do you want to become more empowered connected with your core guided by your heart and soul's purpose be more balanced and have more mindfulness are you searching for the answers wanting to understand your relationships better why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. I have Nancy Ruta today. I always love having Nancy because, you know, it's in studio. One of these days we'll do some videos again. But, you know, it's kind of hard for Nancy because she has all the stuff that she has to read. So, <laughs> you know, if it was just a simple let's talk and chat, then yep. that would be different. But. Until we find a nice, easy way to doing that, we'll just do the audios. All right. So, Nance. Yes. What's, what's up? next? What's up next? <laughs> All right. So we just talked about the Saturn square Neptune energy. Um, and then as we move towards the end of June, we're looking at June 24th, we have Jupiter conjunct North Node. And I don't always look at the North Node aspects right, with the right, planet, right. but for some reason, it I was, it, it jumped out at me and it jumped out at the beginning of the year. Um, before we even got to the month of June, right? So it's like, okay, I'll stick it in there, right? Um, 
And yeah, so with this, it is really about infusing some good relations and sociable energy. Be open to new relationships. So there is the potential for new relationships that will support your growth in okay. life. And I'm not seeing it as the hard growth. I'm seeing it as the, the growth that you want. Right. Right. Versus the growth that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So Mars is still retrograde at that period, but it's not too much longer that Mars is retrograde, although it takes a while for it to get it back to where it's supposed to. Stations directs on the 29th. So it's yes. not too far behind. No, it's not too far behind it. Right. Um, so we're going to feel the Mars slowing down. Right. Right. Oh, right. We will have started to feel it already. Um, and how I'm hearing that is you're going to be tired. Right. Right. So the tired energy can also be coming from Saturn square Neptune. Sure. Okay. It can make sure. you feel a little sluggish. Um, with Mars slowing down to station direct, you're going to feel a little sluggish. Mm -hmm. Right. So just be really gentle. Mm. Right. Give yourself the sleep that you need. Uh, set the boundaries that you need to set. Okay. Um, and this is where you consciously have to infuse that boundary setting because Neptune's going to say, we don't want to set any boundaries. Right. Sure. Right. So you have to consciously set boundaries, book your normal Except days it's square off. Saturn, right? So yeah, Saturn being boundaries, Neptune yeah. saying, I don't want boundaries. Right. So there's going to be difficulty. <laughs> sure. Right. Always setting is. those boundaries. <laughs> so like for me, for example, um, how I schedule myself is I give myself one weekend off a month. Right. That's it. That's, and, and Good I'll be God, like, woohoo, I got an afternoon off over here and a morning <laughs> off over here. And, um, but there are times where I'm forced to rearrange my schedule and say, I need more time. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had that last week and, and I'm, you know, um, I'm almost certain I'll experience that at the end of June uh -huh. as well. Right. Now that I'm looking at this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I might go in and take the last week of June off. There you go. <laughs> Before I overbook myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just about honoring, honoring your time off, right? And right. if you do have a scheduled day off, you know, don't try to get everything done in one day if you're feeling tired, because it's just, it, it opens you up to being careless, right? And not paying attention. And so North Node is in Virgo. Virgo, yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. but it's also the opposite. The South Node would therefore be in. Pisces. Right. And, and Jupiter's in Virgo. So the North oh, Node okay, will be okay, conjunct. Okay. Sorry, that right. Jupiter will be conjunct the North Node. Right. Um, and North Node is really about our profession? Our North Node is the direction in our natal chart. It's the direction that we're moving towards in this lifetime. Mm. So it's what our soul came here to integrate into our being. Our okay. South Node is the gifts that we bring. Oh, okay. The North Node is the lesson that we're learning. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, and we always have the gifts to learn the lesson, right? Cause it's, it's opposite polarity. So it's about trying to find a harmonious balance between the South and the North node in our natal chart. Um, on a transit level, it's kind of like how society is being pulled in a specific direction. So with Jupiter and Virgo, we have that growth and abundance and the physical reality and, and the potential to heal ourselves physically with the North node. It's saying pay attention to your health, pay attention to your wellness. Okay. If it's not about having bad health, it's about maintaining good health. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people this year have started a path to wellness in hopes of, you know, becoming healthier 
in who they are as individuals. Um, that would have actually started when Jupiter went into Virgo last year, last wow. the end of last summer or September. Okay. Yeah. Whenever it shifted. Whenever that was. I, I, could look <laughs> I it can't up remember the dates. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh-huh. so far in the past that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Um, so yes, with the North Node in Virgo, we're being asked to use discernment. Okay. In your choices. Cause we have a lot of choices in life. Not everything is faded. Um, we have a lot of free will. And here it's saying, utilize free will that's in alignment for your greater good and the greater good of all. August 11th. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I yeah. That was last year, August last year, 2015. Yeah. yeah. Till September. Yes. And then shortly after. Well, right before that, we did have solstice, which is, you know, to me, I know you don't ever need oh, to talk about solstice. Because it's, it's not in my astrology program, so it doesn't <laughs> jump out. <laughs> it's the sun. It's when we have the most light. <laughs> when That's is the solstice? Like the it. solstice is the oh, 21st. Oh, it'll be the 21st or the 22nd. I think it might be the 22nd. Something's telling me it's the 22nd, too. Um, summer solstice. Yes, it's the day of most light. More than likely, I will be on the dock. Yeah, I've been <laughs> You are. You are. (laughs) Um, I'll have to schedule that day off. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Uh, Come on. So, yes, it's, um, you know, the summertime is great. It is a time to truly connect with solar energy. The thing that we need to remember when we're connecting with solar energy is let go of the ego. Um, Because the ego is also connected to our sun sign. Yes. Right? Yes. So like, and that's, a lot of egos come out in the summertime. Well, you know, we like to, well, I mean, it, it's kind of that time where we, you know, it gets warmer. We think about, you know, we think about us, really. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is, right? <laughs> it's like, what can, Absolutely. What can, I, what can make me happy? Yep. Makes so it, apparently it varies between the 20th and the 22nd, but actually this year it is on the 20th. Oh, it's on the 20th. Isn't that funny, huh? Mm-hmm. I thought with the um, leap year that it would make it later, not earlier, but apparently it has made it. Well, no, because it, it would make it earlier because there's an extra day stuck in there. Oh, yeah, right. That that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Your expression was awesome then. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So yes, on the 20th, so June 20th, we have the summer solstice. Right. So hopefully it's a sunny day. I like solstice. I don't know. I do too. I mean, I even like winter solstice. Well, any of them, solstices or equinoxes, we feel a shift. Sure we do. Right? Because it's kind of important to us. Yeah, absolutely. And the earth tilts. Right. So it changes right. its yes, yes. warble or wobble or right. whatever you want to call it. I like warble. I like warble too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better than wobble. <laughs> yeah, because then, you know, where the sun goes up and down and then where the moon comes up and down changes around that time. Absolutely. Because it's, you know, in the winter. Okay. Right. Okay. So there's no use me doing it with my hands to show. Because yeah, because people can't see it. Can't see it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost we're like trying to give a visual five degree difference <laughs> of where it is in the winter and where it comes up in, in the, the summer. summer. Um. Yeah. 
I just know it's longer days. Yeah, it means more time nice. on the dock, more time on the water. And I think what's cool about solstice is that time actually stops. The sun actually doesn't change a lot in the month of June, time-wise. The most, the time when we speed up, like when we get more light and less light, are around the equinoxes. Yes, versus solstice. and we notice it. Yes, then so, dramatically versus, because yeah. it's it's like um, it's it's like an hour and a half on equinoxes, and it's. And I think in June, it's like 20 minutes difference Yeah, the whole month. So it's huge. Anyway, I do like solstice, especially center. (laughs) Yeah, I like them both, actually. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Um, So after the solstice, Mm -hmm. we have, on June 26th, Jupiter trying Pluto. Okay. So Jupiter was conjunct North Node, and conjunct is still good. Is a positive thing. Yeah, no, I see it as a positive thing. Like the potential for good partnerships, both business and personal, you know, meeting new people, uh, new opportunities with new people. So I always see that as very beneficial unless you're very stuck to your group and don't want to meet new people. Right. um, (laughs) Then it's a beneficial energy. (laughs) Right. I love meeting new people. Uh, And then we have it. So Jupiter is trying Pluto. So trying Pluto. Me, yeah. Tell me what's so what's so Pluto is still retrograde, but that's okay. Jupiter's definitely direct. Yeah. There's potential for recognition. So career recognition, uh, career promotions, um, okay. others noticing more. You feel more confident. You may feel more powerful and in control. Jupiter's in where? Is it still in Jupiter's still in Virgo? Okay. And Pluto would be in Capricorn. Okay. So they're both in Earth signs. Right, right. Right. Um and it's a good time to make the most of any opportunities for advancement. Jupiter kind of likes every other planet other than Saturn, yeah? Yeah, Jupiter's, I think Jupiter's pretty flexible. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> in terms of its friendship energy. Right. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's one that it doesn't like and it's other than nothing. Saturn. Yeah, well, you know what, and it's not that Jupiter doesn't have an issue with Saturn. I think it's Saturn has an issue with Jupiter. Actually, no, Jupiter does have an issue with Saturn. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. Jupiter's Zeus. Okay. Right, and Saturn's Kronos, and Zeus is Kronos's son. Oh. So right. they have issues. There's they father issues, issues going sure. on there. Sure. <laughs> Father-son issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Then, after that, we have Chiron stationing retrograde. So these are all happening all at the end of June. Which takes place on the full moon. Oh. And I didn't write what full moon that would be. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let me look it up for you. (laughs) You're so funny. Well, it's opposite the sun conjunct the moon. So on June 27th... Oh, now I'm doing date astrology. The sun is in Cancer, I believe. Yes, it would be. So that would be the full moon in Capricorn. Correct? Probably. Let's see. (laughs) 
don't like when things don't come up nice and simple like. I know. Welcome to Mercury Retrograde. Ex- well, you can exactly, just blame that. Right? Yeah, I mean, so not putting the moon down. <laughs> new moon, full moon. So full moon. Oh, of course, this is not the one that we were going to want to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it's not updated on my site either. <laughs> it has it on the 20th, though, is the full moon. The 27th oh. is the third quarter. Let me check. We're June, right? Yeah. Okay. I put a note that it takes place on the full moon. Maybe my note is wrong, and that's my little Mercury retrograde error. Full moon, June. Either way, when Chiron stations retrograde, um, we are focusing on... We're pulling our energy inward, and we're becoming the hermit during that time period um, because we're looking at what it is we need to heal within ourselves. Uh, Chiron being in the sign of Pisces, it's soul healing. So it's a really good time to be reflective. Great time to take vacations that you want to withdraw from activities, right? And not to say, yeah, you don't want to go water skiing or whatever. You can still do that. Um, But it's, it's a great time to go inward, right? So to, you know, just sit and read books that will assist you in understanding yourself. Um, even books that assist you with escaping reality, like fantasy novels, or because it allows you to put yourself in a role, right? And understand traits within the self. So any type of inner contemplation, um, inner focus, inner healing, connecting with water, which is the Pisces energy, uh, you know, sitting on the dock. <laughs> Apparently I'm taking vacation the end of June. <laughs> Well, you got to love that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy a boat. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and again, it's one of those planets that retrogrades quite frequently. So it's an asteroid, actually. It's Chiron. not a planet. Yeah, sorry. Okay. It, it does retrograde and direct frequently. Um, so we only feel it at the shift. Let go of the moon. I'm going to let go of the moon. It's okay. not the full moon. So it, it is the okay. third quarter. I just oh, was hoping maybe that it would be something that I could see. That it so that was just my little was. Mercury retrograde yeah, oopsie. Exactly. exactly. So, and then on June 29th. Oh, no, you're saying it. Oh, but that's a good thing, isn't it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving dramatic. Mars <laughs> stations direct. I repeat. <laughs> Mars stations direct. <laughs> It'll be stationing direct in the sign of Scorpio. Right. It's ruling sign. Right. Um, so this is truly about letting go. Right. Um, cause Scorpio is all about transformation. But that whole shadow thing, it's still, t- it takes to like September before we're out of it. Yeah. I'm just ignoring the shadow. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, the sh- I find the shadow with Mercury really, really impacts us. The shadow with, with Mars, Mars allows us to integrate okay, cool. whatever it is we went back to do over the retrograde period. All I know is the entire time it's retrograde and goes direct and gets out of its shadow, it's in my fifth house. Creativity. Okay. Okay. So it's about tapping into that creative playfulness energy. You're being asked to be more playful. Hmm. I can do that. <laughs> so you have to eliminate whatever is stopping you from playing. Okay. okay. 
looks time is time to retire, Lori. <laughs> right. And play and have fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean I it by an retire. age thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking of an age. I was thinking of, um, I don't think I could retire. I'm not even sure I'd ever want to retire, but uh, have more fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So open up more to that fun energy. <laughs> so it has I would nothing like to, to do retire. with the fifth house and relationships, huh? Um, it can, yes. Of Romantic course, yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mars represents men, younger men. Really? Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so romantic relationships with younger men. <laughs> that doesn't really interest me, though. Me neither. <laughs> 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 are there any i know that you don't really go into the new moons or full moons were there was there anything that kind of stuck out for you that you're feeling is gonna be i know i wrote about it in the newsletter yeah I but i have no did. idea what i wrote okay <laughs> let's pull that baby up i'm like that's what you wrote in the newsletter i know because i'm like well yeah there's not much going on in mar in may <laughs> Let me talk about the moons. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, I love the full moon. Yeah. I know most people don't like the full moon because people have, they say that it's the lunatic moon, right? Um, <laughs> but I find it always gives me the opportunity to look at my shadow self, right? Because it's like the light is on in your unconscious mind and, and you're attracting situations to you that allow you to move through those shadows. Right. Right. So I see it as very, very beneficial. But a lot of people who don't like to deal with their shadow stuff don't like the full moon. I always have loved the full moon, but I do too. It's, you know, yeah. full illumination of feminine energy. Um, so the new moon is coming up in two days. It yes. will be here by the time people get to listen to this. Um, it's Inside in Taurus. Of Taurus. Yep. That's new moon. And the full moon is on the 21st of May in, G- in Gemini. Yes. Right. Because we just moved into it. And so it- the 21st. So it'll still be in the Mercury retrograde. So the f- right. full moon in Gemini will be while Mercury is still retrograde in Taurus. Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at a communications moon. Okay. Right. You will see where it is you need to um, heal on a communication level. Right. Okay. So it's all good. It's all good. Absolutely. Well, we're a little, we're, you know, I think this is still a good place to uh, end off because we've, sure, we've gotten some nice, nice info here. Anything? Any thoughts that you would like to share about what our journey really is heading us towards in the next two months that is kind of the culmination of... When I look at the energy overall, like like I said, since the shift, um, people are just being, so kind of just be present, right? Because I think that's really, since the shift mid-April, we're being asked just to be present around what's going on. Um Most people go into reactive mode, potentially with a Mars retrograde, but it's don't be reactive. Take that energy inward and process it inward before you act on it, right? So this is where you need to look at your reactions, right? Observe them on an internal level. 
You don't need to say anything. You don't need to do anything. Just observe what's going on, right? Um, and process it and know that you can always change how you're communicating or how you feel others are communicating towards you, right? By being very, very clear in understanding where the reactions are coming from. Is that making sense? Sure. Okay. And that's kind of like what I'm noticing right now. When I look at the end of June, um, the energy is saying relax, right? So when we look at the month of June, just go into relaxation mode, right? To the best of your ability. Um, don't try to force things. So I think over the next couple months, it's observe, go inward and, uh, hold off on your responses process and chill out (laughs) (laughs) all right you heard it here you are listening to news for the heart if you want more information about nancy you can go to her website one of these days it is going to get updated yes and uh but you can find out information you can definitely contact her she definitely does readings and uh, i mean i guess you kind of combine both tarot and astrology when you do your readings is that right um when i do a tarot reading i just people just you know they pick their cards or if it's over the phone i pick it for them and i ask them their birthday because that kind of gives me permission to go into their energy field and poke around right right? um but i don't necessarily combine astrology into my tarot readings Uh, i combine like psychic abilities and all that stuff right um with astrology i focus just on astrology okay so you can get a hold of Nancy if you go to her website, but you can also get a hold of it just Nancy at universalsky.com. Correct. All right. And uh well, we'll be back in two months for uh Nancy's update. Who who knows what will happen for the rest of the summer? Yes, because yeah. I don't know that yet either. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna ask you. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to News of the Heart and we've been getting to the heart of what matters, and we'll be back. Well, maybe next week. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.